0: IVM Here's your smart fact of the day Do you guys remember a phone company called BlackBerry? Actually it was called Research in Motion and it was uh, that company that had the BlackBerry phone. The company was uh, you know, growing by leaps and bounds from 1999 to 2007 but the launch of the touchscreen iPhone in 2007 triggered a dramatic shift away from BlackBerry handheld devices, and it tried to do a lot of turnarounds, but it never could. It lost more than half of its market value in two years. Is that a lesson that perhaps now Apple can take? This is what this episode of Smarter said is going to look at. Let's go. So when you listen to me, you'll say, Ah, no, you know, Apple's got its shit together. And, you know, BlackBerry and Apple, you can't compare them, man. But let me maybe think about a few things before I, you know, kind of make you think about them too. If you look at it, BlackBerry was valued in September 2010. Okay, having the largest market share, 37 odd percent in the US smartphone market. Global user base stood at 41 million subscribers. Unfortunately, that was the peak of it, right? After that, the company continued to lose ground to Apple and maybe even to Android phones and was never able to come back. So is there a lesson for it for Apple? Here's the interesting fact. There is a very interesting sort of lesson. Today, you know, Apple is at 2.08 trillion, right? It is huge as a company and its basic valuation depends a lot on the iPhone. In fact, it was just 1 trillion just a few months or maybe a year back. Today it's 2 trillion and somebody as renowned as Professor Scott Galloway says that it's going to be 3 trillion soon. And if you look at the way in which Apple's grown and its wonderful ability to innovate and to, you know, design things and the iPhone and and the rest of it, you'd think you'd think twice before challenging both Professor Scott Galloway as well as the Apple valuation going to yet another $3 trillion sort of thing by the end of 2022. But I think that perhaps we need to look at a black swan moment for Apple. And that is exactly what I'm talking about. So what is this black swan moment? A black swan moment is essentially something that happens to the environment, to the context in such a way that has not been seen before and something that completely shakes things up. For example, it was the 2008 recession and uh, you know uh, that led to so many businesses just suddenly shutting down and so many consultancies shutting down and nobody could have predicted that based upon you know, what I understand as Indicators coming from the past. So those are lagging indicators. But if I look at leading indicators, right? Leading indicators are the ones that are going to predict the future. And they are based upon all the new things that are happening in the marketplace. So what am I worried for as far as Apple is concerned? So if you look at it, the way in which the smartphone market has evolved, I think it has reached a place of incremental innovation. If you look at the innovation that Apple has been doing, right from Apple i10, maybe, i11, iPhone 11, and so on and so forth, you'll see incremental changes, all very good. The phone is amazing. The user interface is fantastic. The design is sexy, all of that. But the fact is that all of these have not been very disruptive. They're fantastic. They do a world of good to all the consumers. And it's still probably, in my biased opinion, a little better than Android. But Android guys might even say, look, pal, phone makers have are almost equally as good. But I'm not talking of Apple as a company. I'm talking of that industry, the smartphone industry, and the perils that it faces from, you guessed it, the metaverse. So my belief is that Apple is not going to be threatened by another smartphone maker, but by somebody who creates a device on the metaverse and people going to the metaverse and not requiring smartphones at all over a period of time. Now, do I believe that it's going to happen in 2022? Not really. I'm not somebody who's very good at predicting the exact timelines on when something like this is going to happen, nor is any other renowned scholar in the world. But what I do know and what I do understand is the power of the metaverse and the fact that you may not require digital screens at all in order for you to actually enjoy the newer version of the internet that is going to be explored by the metaverse. So if you look at the metaverse, you're going to take on your digital avatar through a pair of glasses maybe in the future and right now Oculus Rift or something of that sort and are going to be able to interact in a much more immersive way than what the smartphone actually allows all of us to do at this moment. So what does that mean? This means that the disruption that the metaverse is going to create is going to make sure that the smartphone Apple has, the iPhone, and the surrounding ecosystem built around the iPhone is going to suffer with a lot of magnitude. Because if I look at all the App Store and you know iTunes and everything, it's all built around the iPhone. And if the iPhone tanks because of a disruptive event, then there is serious trouble ahead for Apple. Now if you compare this with the Blackberry example that I'd given at the beginning of this episode you'll soon know what I'm talking about. Blackberry was, you know, doing very good phones which were focused on the business user and then of course you had the Blackberry boys wherein they were trying to expand the universe but no amount of brand communication was able to actually hide the fact that you needed uh, some some sort of qwerty keyboard in order to move uh, ahead, you know, it was not a smartphone, and Apple and Android, and you know, just took over the market very, very rapidly. As some famous author had said, "Change comes uh, like debt; it comes very slowly at first, and then very, very quickly later on." Maybe I'm screwing the the statement up. It I think it is about debt, but I think the same applies to change as far as that quote is concerned. So this change has been happening quite under the radar and it is happening gradually and we've been hearing about things like augmented reality, virtual reality, internet of things, quantum computing, so many new terms, right, I'm throwing at you and we'll get into all of that. With further smarter with said episodes. But today, what I want to focus on is what will happen if the underlying technology actually does a big shift, gets disrupted, and people just start moving to a new, better way of doing things. Suddenly, the smartphone that Apple has is, is very challenged. So do I think Apple's stock valuation has kind of peaked? I think that the peak is probably you know, right there, or it is going to come soon. Now, whether it becomes from 2 trillion to 3 trillion is anybody's guess. But if I look at past indicators, lagging indicators, you will think, ah, it is going to be 3 trillion soon. I'm saying maybe, but maybe not, unless and until Apple gets out of just being dependent upon the iPhone and its resultant ecosystem for it to drive the stock up. Can Apple actually get out of something like this? Yeah, sure. I mean, Apple has been making a foray into entertainment. Apple has been making a foray into um, even uh, cars, I believe. And I'm sure a company that has the genius of so many intelligent people, so many intelligent designers and thinkers is going to find new ways in which it can entice customers to be loyal to it. There's a lot of good things with Apple. One of the things that I really like about Apple as a company is that it does not dependent upon you know, the attention-seeking attitudes that other big companies like Facebook and Google have. I mean, their business models are predicated by the fact that you require to spend a lot of time on those applications. Apple is a company that does it very effortlessly and it allows you to actually be private about things and so on and so forth. So don't get me wrong. I'm not counting Apple out, but I have not seen any disruptive innovation coming from the Apple stable for quite some time. And it's quite likely that if they miss out on this metaverse bus or this metaverse immersion, they might end up exactly like BlackBerry. Well, I hope not. I hope not because I'm an Apple fanboy. But this is what the future may look like for Apple. I hope you looked at this case that I have presented in this episode of Smarter With i I'd love to know what you think. It is a radical view, but I think maybe the Black Swan event might just end up happening for Apple sooner rather than later. I hope Apple's geared for it. And I hope you like this episode. And I hope you like further episodes of mine coming out in this year. And if you like stuff like this, just go for all the stuff that IVM's got. There's some brilliant, brilliant stuff for all of all of us. Whatever you may like as your poison. And hey, if you like me, I'm the Travelling Professor. Follow me on LinkedIn and on Instagram. Wherein, you know, I'm quite active. On that happy note...